I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we will talk about Twitter's new advertising policy. The Chief Executive Officer of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, has just announced that Twitter has decided to stop all political advertising globally. The message, the reach of a message that's political, he believes, needs to be earned and not bought. By earned, he means these messages should basically propagate themselves uh, through retweets. They should go viral. People should not be buying these messages. The basic purpose for this, he believes, is that there's a lot of misinformation in the world and he doesn't want to participate in that kind of thing. Uh, is this good? Is this fair? Is this an interesting policy? Do we support it? That's what we'll talk about. Srija, what do you think about this? Uh, I would definitely give a thumbs up to Dorsey's policy because um, as you see, um, he's talked about how um, you know there are challenges to the entire civic discourse. So when you have um, aspects of misinformation or micro-targeting is targeted at specific audiences, uh, then it definitely defeats the purpose of, uh, you know, uh, spreading a message across. And um, interestingly, uh, you know, uh, Cortesio um, at the Congressional hearing asked Zuckerberg, would you allow a political advertisement uh, which states that it was a Republicans, not the Democrats, who clearly picked a Green New Deal? So Zuckerberg, after some time, uh, you know, was at a loss for words in the first instance, but then he said, probably which makes you feel scared about the ramifications of, you know, what this misinformation can actually have for the people. Mm -hmm. Well, Dorsey's point is that political advertising affects millions of lives of people, while commercial advertising is okay, it doesn't affect so much people. But all advertising basically is sponsored material. Uh, it's been bought. So why make a distinction? Isn't, isn't that a question? Uh, what do you think, Anand? You, you know, that is a point to make and a valid argument, but when social media has such a huge influence uh, on the people and particularly they have gained importance during elections, we've seen what happened in the US, even in India, social media is being used as an important tool to influence public opinion. At that point of time, you have to take a second look at what exactly is going on. So I don't... You know, principally you might be right that, you know, at the end of the day, these are ads and they are being disclosed. But are people actually able to understand that this is an advertisement and not a straight statement of fact? So maybe the audience at this point of time is not smart enough to understand these nuances. That's why we need to be a little cautious about giving such advertisements. So if he's doing something like this, I don't think it should be outrightly dismissed. Mm, but does he expect everyone in the media, all kinds of platforms to basically ban political ads? Would that even be fair? Uh, that's the question. Shrijay, what do you think? In principle, I disagree with uh, policy that allows 
a company a media company to uh, sell space for commercial advertisements but shuts out political ad advertisements this in a, in essence actually infantilizes audience audiences can see an ad for what it is uh, so let them make their own judgment calls uh, ads will have uh, like any other political ads like like commercial ads will have exaggerations but the audience is quite smart we should trust them freedom of speech an issue here i think one of the criticisms against this company is that this actually curbs freedom of speech uh dorsey of course has an answer to that he says this is not about free expression it's about paying for reach which he thinks is kind of bad uh, is he trying to draw a distinction between social media as a different animal from the kind of rest of media we have what do you think shreya um that if you look at facebook's uh, you know user base in india if i look at of an indian context it has what around 240 million users currently which is actually a million higher than what the us has so it tells you interestingly you know if um, a proliferation to social media could be uh, you know instrumental and so could be used as a weapon to such a great extent because of the sheer number of users that we have on social media so definitely things which get propagated or which get disseminated to social media have a much much wider reach as opposed to traditional media interestingly i think within the social media also the share of advertisements is not really uh, balanced with all uh, social media firms getting the same amount oh, of advertisement yeah. it's more convenient apparently for jack dorsey to uh, ban political advertising we have some figures here sourced from a fairly reliable source which say that facebook up to, uh, from may 2018 till now for political ads in the united states drew 870 million dollars in advertising money while twitter for the same period drew only 3 million dollars that's a huge gap so naturally sitting at the congressional committee uh, mark zuckerberg would say no well we'll accept these ads <laughs> and jack dorsey says can afford to take a moral high ground here and say that something is fishy about these ads we don't want to carry them but in general Uh, it's a very interesting move that uh, Jack Dorsey has made and we should support all efforts made by anybody in social media to clamp down on misinformation that's a key uh, objective for everybody thank you this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.